0: Welcome to Tuesday night from Mobile, Alabama. I'm Matt Miller, the lead NFL draft writer for Bleacher Report. We are live again at Draft Picks Tap Room on Dolphin Street. Loving it. Thank you guys for hosting us and for your amazing beer specials. We had a lot of fun last night. Uh, can't wait to can't wait to try to drink you out of Coors Light tonight. Uh, like I said, I'm Matt Miller, joined as always by my buddy Connor Rogers.
1: Day one in the books from practice. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun tonight. A lot of different things to go over. We have Kennedy with us finally yeah. after a. Finally made it to Mobile. A very long trip here, and of course, Mr. Mello is back with us. Yes, again. sir. Stumbled
0: yeah. in, but I'm here. Doesn't so. even need an introduction. No, just man, Mello's here. Okay, but you don't <laughs> know Kennedy who I am.
1: Does because she has a very important story to tell us.
0: She from. has a very important story. Uh, before we get to your story, I don't want to steal your thunder, but I'm going to. Everyone who's here in, in DraftPix Taproom, everyone listening, do me a favor right now. Unless you're driving, then pull over. Get the de- get your phone out. Download the Bleach Report app. Get iTunes out, subscribe to the podcast. You can leave your reviews. You can leave questions in your review. As long as it's five-star, we'll answer it. That's that's my new rule. Uh, so definitely get involved. The BR app is your best spot if you don't want to miss anything draft content-wise for the next four months. That's, that's where you can find it. So shows every morning this week. That's my last note. So we're doing it tonight, doing it tomorrow, and there will be one out Friday morning as well. That'll be our normal stick football Friday, which is, if you've not listened before, uh, it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. So Kennedy. You were trying to get here from Arizona?
2: Yeah, and I had a layover in Dallas, and then I was getting on my flight to Mobile last night, 9 o'clock at night, and they said, hey, your flight's canceled.
0: And karma struck.
2: Yeah. At first, I was really pissed. I was like, awesome. I'm not going to make it till tomorrow, whatever. Got a hotel room, wake up the next morning, show up. And Matt texts me jokingly, and he's like, hey, Baker might be on your flight. I said, actually, those odds are pretty big. I get to the airport, get to B forty nine, and what do you know, Baker and his brother are over there.
0: So you got to hang out with Baker Mayfield that morning.
2: Yeah, and so I mean it kind of turned into a shit show considering that I took a shot at him and
0: <laughs> not shots with him. We don't want that out there. No 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 no. Not how shots are spin with it him anyways yeah. too. Not late.
2: shots with him. But he actually took a shot at Matt and pulled out a tweet from his phone that Matt had dissed him about a year ago saying that he had only watched five to six games of Baker Mayfield and he wasn't impressed and so I said hey let me send this to Matt sent it to Matt put it on Twitter and of course people blew it out of proportion
0: yeah we had to like file a, a like disclaimer of it was a joke it's like an inside it, joke between us
2: it was funny and he's a great guy and I loved it I hung out with him for an hour before our flight and
0: Humble brag. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. Just yeah. hang out with Baker I Mayfield. No Baker. I'm, who we're just best friends. Who is the
1: star of the show now, if you notice this week? He gets here, and all the media sways his way, I mean, to the point where and this is something we're going to talk about later. Me and Matt and, and all the guys, we walk on the field after practice, and basically Josh Allen was almost by himself at that point, because yeah. he's done so much media already, and there was about 35 people crowding around Baker Mayfield.
0: Which I can report that he's taller than me, which I wasn't sure what happened. He I have a good he did have cleats on, but he was taller than me and he had the hair. I don't get the height from that. <laughs> like he does. I don't, might be even Steven. All right. Let's, uh, let's, let's talk about Baker and let's talk about Josh Allen because they are the stories of the week. And I'm not, I don't ever want to be one of those people that analyzes day one and says, this is who they are because it's not, it's, uh, I think our buddy Stephen Nelson said it perfectly. It's the first day of school. You don't even know each other. These they're taking snaps from guys. They've they, I'm sorry, it was our buddy Adam Heisler who said it. Uh, stand corrected. They've never taken snaps from these centers before. They've never thrown to these receivers. They're learning new verbiage. They're trying to do different things in an unfamiliar situation. I don't know if Baker Mayfield's ever taken a snap, and he had to do it today from under center <laughs> in a three step drop. Apparently, because yeah. they worked on that for 20 minutes. Right. So we don't want to we don't want to dive into the hype of this is who they are. I, I did see Josh Allen throw a pass 10 yards over some guy's head. So he must not be any good and ignore the other, you know, 40 throws that he made today, or, or just look at yeah. Baker's never taken a three-step drop. Let's let's trash him. I think we need to talk about who these guys actually are. And what I want to do is praise them for having the cojones to come down here and say, we're first round picks, but we're going to go to mobile and prove ourselves. And I think that's something they have in common. And for Baker, it's OK, I'm going to go down there and, and I think he told Kennedy, I'm going to go down there and answer the Johnny Manziel question. So I'm going to go down there and prove I'm not that guy. And for Josh Allen, it's let me go down there and prove that I can learn and be coached and that my completion percentage isn't who I am. And I, I think they deserve a lot of credit for that instead of the trash that people are throwing at them.
1: Yeah, I think so, too, because I think they could have been complacent and said, hey, we know we're probably going in the top 15, both of us. And this was an opportunity that both Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen simply do not have because they declared early they are not senior Bowl eligible. So they said, this is how we get a leg up on these guys before the combine, before the private interviews, before the private workouts. And i like to see that they came down and do it. And I will say this, for as rusty as everybody looked today and for as lackluster as some of the passing drills were at times, the, the difference between going from the South quarterbacks oh my God. to the North quarterbacks shows you <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: basically guys that I don't know if they'll make rosters. Uh, some of them definitely will, but really you don't know with, you know, Richmond quarterback. Like Kyle Laletta. Yeah, exactly. And then you go to guys that will be NFL starters. That's the difference you see. And when you're there in person, you see it. It's just totally different.
0: And it's it's rough because it is the first day. And so many people on Twitter are coming out and killing these kids already. Like, they don't have their timing with the receivers. And that's huge. If you've never thrown a football to a guy, that's tough to do. You don't know his speed. You don't know how he's going to run his route. Like, me and Dan, our bartender, we actually have a pretty good connection. We have our timing down when we used to play flag football. And it's not because we're great, it's because we've played together so much. That we have good timing. They have no timing with these guys. We have none. He could never throw to me. Baker it Mayfield just got here at like one <laughs> fifteen and then yeah. went to practice. He got like, the plane. Yeah, yeah. Don't judge what they did today. Yeah, it's, stock just, up it's for a Baker. good look for him. So he, what time did you guys land, Kennedy? One fifteen. Practice started at three yeah. thirty, and he was out there ready to go. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. And like. To go from sitting on a sitting in an airport for a couple hours, sitting on a plane, and then oh, yeah. running out there and playing football—that's not easy to do. I could barely do this podcast the other day, <laughs> and he's going out there playing football. Like that's—I almost died walking the steps up to the press box. Holy hell, yes, that was rough. I'm sore. <laughs> we did, we found the elevator. That is a just the tip. Look for the elevator before you climb the stairs. Uh, what did you guys think of Josh Allen today, uh, Mello? You've seen him in person before. Connor, this is your first exposure to him live. What did you think?
1: Yeah, I saw the ups and downs. It was simple as that. There was times where you see him drop back and he does sail the ball ten yards over a guy's head, but there's times where there's things that Josh Allen can do that nobody else in the state of Alabama right now can do. When you're talking about throwing with that
0: velocity, and that was there's Tua in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, maybe in two
1: years we'll be talking about Tua like that, but no, really when. You look at Allen, I think that something that sticks out is, are these receivers used to catching a ball with that much velocity, too? Exactly. And it didn't look like it. Oh, They're, don't get me started. You counted, what, five <laughs> drops today? And, uh, and well, Apparently, I don't know how to scout. And we, we talked to know. Josh after practice today, and you know that was something right away that was brought up because he turned and looked at Matt, and this was almost in a private atmosphere. There, like I said, there wasn't really media around him, and he said you know, honestly, how did I look today? How did I do today?
0: Yeah. And you said I said you had some easy misses, but I think your arm strength shows up and you could tell that you've worked on your your footwork. I think these receivers are having a hard time catching your passes. So you're either going to have to develop chemistry with them or you're going to start taking something off of it because I did. I, I counted five like real like hit in the chest drops, not oh, that guy got a hand on it. Like there were multiple times throwing over the middle where it just it would hit guys in the hands and they couldn't bring it in.
1: Yeah, and it happened to I mean, and then some of the tight ends got hurt overall in this. So yeah, that's yeah. not of pass because of him. went down. Yeah. no, not yeah. because of him. So he didn't when you look far at of it, anyone's fingers. The amount of pass catchers, there's not a guy here that just went out and dominated. It just goes back to the chemistry thing. They're still oh, building yeah. chemistry, and I think we'll see a very very different pra- both practices
0: tomorrow. I think so. so too. These guys will really get into it. It'll start to be more competitive. Uh, one thing I told I think Kennedy was that I really want to see who takes control of this team, and so far today it looked like it was Baker's team. I like really already. did. Yeah, I don't know if that's just a media presence or what, but I it think, really did. Look I mean, like it's it was no Baker's secret team. that I have a good relationship with both players. I think Baker is more of an outgoing leader. I think Josh is more of the like quiet lead by example. He actually reminds me a lot of Trubisky, just personality wise. Of if you sit and talk football, yeah, he's going to be great. If you asked him. What you watch on Netflix last night? He's going to get quiet. And, and you saw, you know, he, he was quiet.
1: He was. And just to like reiterate, Josh has been on the Sick to Football podcast before and is very comfortable talking to all three of us, all four of us. Yeah. And when it comes down to it, though, he'd rather talk about football. He's all football. And I think Baker is a guy that's comfortable in every atmosphere. And that showed today because, like we said, he's a guy that can get off the plane Come in, step right in, say
0: I'm the guy. And you can, you know, talk shit about you to your intern. So that's always yeah. great. Yeah. No well, look, about him. Like, nobody's rooting harder against Josh Allen than I am right now. <laughs> like, I want to <laughs> see come? him overthrow every pass. But you can't live and die based on what he Mello, did today. Why are you rooting, yeah, against why Josh Allen? rooting against him? Because if Josh Allen is selected in the top ten of the draft this year, I'm getting a Natty Light tramp stamp. If he's tattoo selected bet. after the top ten, Matt gets a boulevard on his tattoo. tattoo. On my yeah. bicep. You had an idea at dinner tonight that I like, and if Josh listens to this on the flight home, uh, I'm going to ask him about it, of course, later. If he doesn't hear this, you said that maybe Josh, if he's drafted in the top ten, should get to design your tattoo. Yeah, I mean, he makes or breaks it, so if he gets selected in the top ten, I will let him design my tattoo. I can't wait. We need to talk to him about that tomorrow after practice. Like, when everybody's asking him those boring-as-shit <laughs> questions yeah. like, hey, Josh, how do you think you did today? What did yeah. you think about that ten-yard out when Why you missed Why weren't you recruited out of that. high school? <laughs> hey, Hey, Josh. Come up with a Natty Light Tramp stamp tattoo for me. What do you think, buddy? I wanted to have the Wyoming logo and then the logo of whatever team drafts him. No, that's terrible. You can't have that on for your life. <laughs> yeah. Like, the cowboy, no the Broncbuster buster on the Natty What am I get a Browns tattoo on my <laughs> lower back? <That'd> be, <laughs> It'd be fitting. Yeah. You could take the Browns to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe me and Josh Allen both will.
1: Yeah. Well, one bit of news before we get into our money makers of the day is that is, uh, you know, I don't want to say a rumor. It was from Mike Mayock. So. Shaquem Griffin not invited to the NFL combine is what's going around. What do you make of that?
0: Here's – and I I think I said this to everyone who was hanging out in the press box with us. This is decided by the NFL, and the NFL doesn't have a heart. They look for the best 300 to 350 kids to invite to Indianapolis, and they try to take the guys who are going to be drafted because you want to see them test. So, you know, having done this for so long, what this tells me is the NFL doesn't view him as a priority. If you're not going to – I've seen guys – Invited to Indy that I've never heard of before, of course. and you're right, like, yeah, who these the fuck is this? Like, They invite long snappers to yeah, Indy. Yeah, how many kickers get invited right. to Indy? It, and they're not inviting this guy. It it says a lot. I know we're all rooting for him. We we heard him on media day today, and we were just blown away by his maturity. And you know he's funny and he's so well spoken. Yeah. And you do you root for him, but and he belongs on the field. This he says, shows that he belongs. He made great plays today. Uh, there were so many times I was like, God, that, who is that? Like he the, plays fast.
1: Him. He plays hard. He plays
0: like a safety playing linebacker. It's very bizarre
1: to me. But understand
0: it. Yeah, so but that's I mean, that is what that means. It means that when the when the combine committee and they're all the national scouts got together and they talked to teams, hey who do you who do you want invited to the combine? It means his name didn't come up enough. He didn't get enough votes. That's how that works. So, it, it says a lot does about his It's a great story, but like you said, the NFL doesn't care about your story. Yeah, At someone, the Combine, they're not putting that out right. there. They don't care. NFL Network does. Yeah. The, the Senior does Bowl does. Like, yeah. oh, come interview this national champion, as he called himself today. I loved that. Yeah.
1: Before but. we take a break, we got to get into three guys. We're each going to pick one that made themselves some money today. And I will gladly start with Will Hernandez from UTEP, a guy that has—they haven't won a ton of football games over the last couple of years. It's amazing. Team. But— Once again, this is a guy that paves the way for the run game, was the best blocker on that team when Aaron Jones was the guy on that team. And when you look at it, he's a guy, when you see him in person, what'd you say, Mello?
0: He looks like an eighties throwback lineman. Like yes. he's got the cowboy collar on and he just looks like he's a nasty lineman. Like he yeah. gets the job done. He, he, he looks, looks like he drives a dump truck in, like <laughs> on the side, you know, like <laughs> he, he owns a gravel company. Yeah. If NFL doesn't work out for him, he's going to WWE. <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> he will not
1: great. lose a leverage battle. He was one of the toughest yeah. guys we saw in the one-on-ones today,
0: two-on-ones. And I think that he, he was on my list. Sorry. He was yeah. on my list of, uh, if I were going to pick five guys to like have my back in fight from this draft Easily. class, he was one of them. Easily. I, I think he goes in the second round, and I think he yeah. starts at guard in the league for at least 10 I think, years. Connor, didn't you even say, like, he's the most talented guy on his I thought roster. he was the
1: most well-rounded player on that roster, yeah. and I yeah. said maybe Baker Mayfield I'd probably obviously take over, but just looking at it, quarterback's way more important. But if you're understanding right, yeah, the point, well-rounded player, what he's done in pass protection, run blocking over the last couple of years, he's the Mello, guy. how about your guy?
0: Uh, my guy, the receivers really struggled today, especially catching balls from Josh Allen. But the guy that stood out to me as a route runner was Deshaun Hamilton out of Penn State. That dude is quick. He got some good separation. I didn't notice him struggle with any drops. So that's my guy that stood out for me because every other receiver, maybe except for Braxton Berrios, hurt their stock today. Braxton Berrios was balling out. Uh, I think He's alive. Yeah. Because that dude took some hits. He did. He, he was selling out for balls. Alex Kappa from Humboldt State is mine. A guy we talked about on the previous show and on other shows that a big part of this is being able to see the level playing field. So you're coming from Humboldt state. You want to see him against the bigger school guys. And the one guy, everyone's been hyping for two weeks is Marcus Davenport I'm guilty of it. from UTSA. You are not alone though, my buddy. And yep. he got shut down he today by Alex did. Kappa. Uh, I, so we'll see. Like we said, with everything it's what happens tomorrow what happens the next day Davenport even tweeted. I think someone told me, he said, I wasn't very good today. I have to be better tomorrow. I love that attitude. I also love taking breaks so that I can drink some beer. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Yeah. All right, everybody. Welcome back to segment two. We have an awesome crowd here tonight at draft picks tap room. We appreciate it. This is six football, the bleacher report draft podcast slash uh, life therapy session slash jam session slash Beer online Drinking dating. session, online dating. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's going to be a show in the future where it's just it's just Matt's sadness on Bumble, That's it's all it is. We just in talk about work. The future, just if swipe. you are going to put I that out there, right and left too.
1: But what we do need all to do left. right now is Matt's insider buzz because you've been talking to <laughs> a lot oh, of different you people work. around. Here. Speaking, speaking, of Bumble, right, you know, speaking of speaking
0: of speaking of insider insider buzz. buzz, we haven't talked to a lot of people here. That's if you see me stumbling around the streets of Mobile during the morning, it's mostly because I'm looking for people to talk to stuff. to, yeah. to get me the, the good stories. Here's the big one. Josh Rosen, we've talked about it all year on every show we've done. It seems like this comes up about coachability, personality, character. The kid's got a hot tub in his dorm room. He's wearing, uh, I'll say F Trump hats because I don't want fake news awards. He's wearing F Trump hats on golf courses. He's, He's rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. And I've talked to five or six teams in the last two days, and they all say, man, it's real. Like, we are scared. We are concerned. And these are teams, it's not just like, Oh, a Patriot scout said, well, they're going to pick 32. They can trash the kid all they want. They're not going to draft him. These are teams that would be in the running for a quarterback early or that have the potential to trade up. And the concerns are real. And that doesn't even get into that he's small and he's been hurt every year. It's that, yeah, we, we actually just don't like the kid. We don't like his personality. That's one thing that I remember talking about during the summer, like, I don't think you have a problem with his character. His character is not a concern. His personality is a concern. I don't think he's a coachable quarterback. Seeing him go through Elite 11 and just arguing with a guy like Trent Dilfer, who I don't really like Trent Dilfer, but the guy knows what he's talking about. And for an 18-year-old kid to be like, you know what? I'm not going to do that because that's not what I see on the field. I'm going to do my own thing. An expansion of my uh, insider buzz, I've heard that Dilfer's 180 on Rosen is because he's trying to, like, get a gig to be his quarterback coach. Yeah, or he's just trying to you know get draft stock up for guys that were elite eleven quarterbacks. So that's that's just a rumor. I have no idea if it's true or not. But that's I'm I'm
1: definitely buying it. And Rosen is my top quarterback in this draft. But I think when you look at off the field, the concerns are that he apparently rubs people the wrong way. And I've had teams tell me that they're always saying, "Would you put your job on the line to take someone like that?" And the answer is, I don't know because. He's way more talented yeah. than Sam Darnold and Josh Allen and even Baker Mayfield. And I love yeah, Baker Mayfield.
0: All the talent in the world. But
1: that can only get you so far because how many talented quarterbacks have we seen flame I out wish flame I could quickly?
0: remember who said it to me. Somebody was like, it was about Baker and Josh Rosen. And it was, if you're, you know, if you're the Browns and you're 0-14, do you want your quarterback tweeting about the president or do you want him grinding film? Well, I hope I'm not 0-14 again. Well, yeah, that would be the hope. That's a bit of a But just in case. I think the Browns were 0-14 at the time. That's why it was topical. Uh, One thing I did get
1: while I was here is that just talking about Cortland Sutton, you look at the receivers that were here. They did struggle today. Cortland Sutton obviously is not here. But we're looking for a guy to break away from the pack in this class. And it seems to be Calvin Ridley right now. I think that's safe to say. But Sutton is right in that tier where he can climb. And the training is going very well. He's a good athlete. He's going to test well. I think the biggest question with him is he's gonna jump well. The question is how is he gonna run? I've heard he'll run right around four or five, which when you're if six,
0: he runs four or five, if you're six his four,
1: 215 and you play that way where you're playing above the rim and you go in and get a four or five, four or five, two, four or five, four forty. You could go in the first round very, very easily. Be so a top I think, 10 pick. So to me, that is gigantic news in terms of this receiver class. I just
0: looked at Mike Evans ran a 4.50. That's the time I was thinking. Uh, the, those comparisons are going to start happening if he if he runs 4.50. I think he's
1: faster than people think, but more importantly, he's a way better athlete than people think.
0: That's, that's good news for him because we've been all over the place on his stock. And and he declined. He declined to come here, which I thought would have been a good opportunity for him. Until he saw the South team quarterbacks, he's like, "Fuck, that, yeah, not doing I'm it." An SMU. Yeah, I'm going to be on the nope, South. I, no, 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 thanks. All right, let's move on. One thing I promised you guys that we would do every night once the practices started is we would do a little quarterback stock watch. And my big takeaway from today is that no one hurt themselves, but no one really made themselves money either. Like I didn't walk away. Like, oh, hot shit. Baker Mayfield can spin it or look how good he is <laughs> yeah. under center or look at him gaming out there at yeah, seven on seven. Right. And, and Monday is such an install day of practice where they're just trying to get the verbiage down and learn the offenses that I think we can't over evaluate it. So my, I guess, takeaway is it's just evens across the board at quarterback. Yeah. Same for me. Like nothing happened today. A lot of people are going to confirm what they already thought. They're going to see Josh Allen overthrow yeah. somebody. I mean, this guy's shit. But it, like we said earlier, he just doesn't have his timing with his receivers yet. You can't live and die based on what you saw today. So everything for me stays the same. At the end of the week, I think that's when you can make like an official review how he did this week, not based day-to-day.
1: I thought one of the interesting things was, and this was not a good group of quarterbacks for the South, but I thought Brandon Silvers from Troy showed that at least he has the arm talent that he belongs. I think when we were watching guys throw, I think that you know, Liletta was was just okay at best. I thought Mike White and Ben Kurt really struggled with ball placement. I thought Silvers at least came in and showed that he is the arm talent to make all of the throws and be a draftable yeah. quarterback. We'll see how the chemistry picks up throughout the week.
0: Yeah, and it, it like Melo said, we gotta watch it day to day. And it's I know it's like we live in this hot take environment where you gotta you gotta tweet an evaluation of every fucking throw as it happens, but it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. You can actually big picture this instead of Counting every tree. A, again, a guy the guy that did not help himself at all today was Luke Falk, though. Like because Luke Falk or Tanner real. Lee, really. Well, yeah. well,
1: concerns again were real. Yeah.
0: Oh, Tanner Lee.
1: Tanner Lee's decision-making accuracy, and there was interceptions, there was Aaron throws. With Falk, it's the constant checkdowns and throws to the flats yeah. where it's like, man, at some point, and this kind of reminds me of when we watched Kevin Hogan, who's been better than I expected, but when we watched Kevin Hogan here not that long ago, I said... And at some point, you got to make a throw. Mm-hmm. You got to challenge the defense, and it, we didn't see that from Falk today. And I think that's concerning to me. And I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that it'll get better over the week when you have more time. But right now, I, I don't understand the third round hype when he oh, looks like maybe not. a sixth rounder.
0: I have him fifth. Yeah,
1: yeah. That and that's because great intangibles smart. off the field. Yeah, but, really smart. he reminds yeah.
0: me so much of Cody Kessler, who went in the third. So crazier shit has happened. Yep. Uh, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be me. wouldn't be my pick. The guy who made that pick is on the street right now. So, uh, might, might say a lot of it. Okay. Let's go. Note of the day. This can be football related or not football related. I'm going to, I think today we're going to go football related heavy. So, uh, my note of the day, uh, one of our, I, I said this last night, one of our, our buddies at Bleach Report, Dylan McNamara, played D3 ball. And he's tweeting me, man, you got to check out this D3 corner from Dubuque. And I'm like, oh, okay, man. Uh, no, Michael Joseph was great today. He might—he was my favorite corner I saw all day. Uh, just his speed, his ability to to stay in man coverage, his technique, his presence in press coverage. I thought he was great, and I will full transparency had never watched a snap of this guy before because. When you're begging Alabama to send film, you don't think to ask Dubuque to send it as well. You know, like, hey, can I get that all 22? They're like, sure. How many formats do you want it in? If you if you ask Dubuque, so I don't know where where the hell that is. I didn't even know how to say it, so I'm glad I'm that you making that it. up. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Before we started the show, I said my note of the day was just the lack of chemistry, but we've talked so much about that. So I want to get into another defensive back that caught my eye that I really didn't know much about. It was Seron Neal from Jacksonville State. And you talk about a guy that can jump through the gym 6'1", 200 pounds, has the length, has the ball skills. I think what's so good about the Senior Bowl is you do get these defensive backs that are just great athletes, and we don't know what they're going to do against top competition, but they could be coached up as the, as the years go on. And I think those are, the, those are the guys that teams would rather take a chance on rather than just taking a smaller guy that might not be as good of an athlete yeah. that played higher competition.
0: Trent Neal's built, when we saw him immediately, I was like, man, who is this? He looks like a, a long, rangy, free safety. Yeah, and He can play corner. Press corner, baby. Yep. Yeah. And like you said, Connor, my note of the day, we've really kind of already touched on is that the receivers from this South team really struggled with drops today. Like just drop after, or sorry, the North team. Yeah. So I, hopefully they get that corrected. It's hard to evaluate these quarterbacks when the guys that they're throwing to can't even catch the ball. And I've, I've been here years where it was, God, these receivers are so good and they have no one to throw to or no one to throw it to them. And this year it's, it almost feels like the opposite. And I, I said it in a radio hit today. You got 106 underclassmen coming out. Who are the underclassmen that come out? It's quarterbacks, wide receivers, DBs, running backs. And that's where this roster lacks is those positions where so many underclassmen came out. So we got to, the NFL, all of us, we got to figure out a better solution for this. All right, moving right along. We're flowing here. Best thing we saw on the field today, I'm going to make fun of myself. Mine is Demetri Flowers. I love fullback Oklahoma. (laughs) Man crush. That gets this the is the man out. crush. You yeah. have it on, on the field, but I think you said this at media day. I did say it at media yeah, day. And this I is like, my guy. I'll count it as on the well, field. Well, let's
1: though. spill. We're at media day, and we're hovering around trying <laughs> to make plans to leave. And Demetri Flowers walks by with a giant plate of food, and Matt goes, best fullback in the country. And he's like, oh, thank you very much. Like a fanboy over here. He's like, wish he went to Texas, though, instead. And he's just like, what would he say? He's like, he you said, know you went. saw how that works. Yeah, <laughs> so we got a fanboy over here, and that's okay.
0: Did you see his agility, though? He's, he's very he's, impressive. He's impressive as an player. athlete. Like, yes. don't even just label him as a fullback as a oh, running back. He's a, he's good because he can catch the ball out of the backfield. i he's going to be all all pro better next than next anyone here. All pro next year. It's going to happen. Okay, uh, Connor.
1: The best thing I saw on the field today was M.J. Stewart, the cornerback from UNC. He's a guy that separated himself from the pack, looked different than everyone else. You're talking about just fluidity and movement skills and ball skills. And I think one-on-ones in coverage, that's what matters here. You want to go up against these receivers and say, I'm better than you, I can hang with you. I think Stewart's a guy, it's interesting when you date back and look at what UNC had a corner years ago. Him and Mike Hughes from UCF were a tandem. Hughes got kicked off the team. And now you have MJ Stewart, who's kind of been the lone wolf there as the top corner. And he showed it today that he does belong at the next level. And he might separate himself from the pack as one of the best corners down in Mobile this week. He had one of the best days to start off the week.
0: Yeah, guy for me is Cam Kelly, the safety out of San Diego State. Today he was playing corner, he was playing safety, and he's a small school guy. You want to see how he's going to match up with these big school talents. And he held his own. He looked very impressive playing alongside a guy like Quinn Blanding. Both of those guys really stood out to me at that practice this and, morning.
1: And teams love these guys that can play both. They can play corner, they can play in the slot, they can press yep, outside, yeah. and they can hang over the top and
0: cover one as Yeah, safety. a lot so of length to him no, as no well. No doubt, and
1: that's Kelly. So Kelly, the biggest thing for me is, it, it, you know, how is he going to run? Can he turn and run? And if he can't, maybe you move him at safety and you make things a little and easier. And I, I think
0: for a lot of these guys you all mentioned, Saran Neal, Cam Kelly, they're so scheme-specific. So if you're Jacksonville, Seattle, San Francisco, it's – the chargers. Now it's very different than if you're Kansas city or the jets, it's you're looking for a completely different type player. So it is, it, I think that's something we have to remember. All right. This is not uh, like an homage to stick to football Friday. Best thing you saw off the field because mobile is about, and we have fun at practices, but it's so much about what happens off the field before practice, after practice. Uh, if you listen to the Friday show, you know that our bartender and, uh, tall guy, Dan, can't execute a handshake to save his life. I've seen him mess up fist bumps today, handshakes, a high five. It's gotten Before so bad. Before you leave,
1: say goodbye to Dan and just test it out. Feel <laughs> the waters. Wash out, your hands first. Yeah. Wash your it, hands yeah, first. He'll be furious at yeah. me that I just said everyone's him, but he, he'll and go trick him a little bit. Enjoy the flu, Dan. Yeah. He's got
0: the handshake yips. Like it's in his hands. <laughs> he yeah. yeah, it's Yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> fuck, I got to throw that ball to first. Every time Dan meets a new person, it's like his hands start shaking and he's like, I'm going to shake He's like, do you, Have you heard the story about Jordan with Muggsy Bugs when he was yeah. like, get the fuck out of here, you uh, word that's now offensive. And Muggsy was like, ha- got out of the NFL. He never played again or out of the NBA. NFL would have been fun for him. You could have hit him behind the offensive line. and could have just scrambled yeah. around. The, oh, best so thing, the
1: best thing I saw off the field, uh, I'll get the first one out of the way real quick. I was in the stands at one point instead of the press box and a scout, I will not say from what team, passed <laughs> the fuck out in the stands. I mean, like, Laid back, and he, when he woke up, he jumped up <laughs> like that. Notebook went flying, and I was like, "Yo, he was fucking sleeping." Like, like he fell asleep yeah, in he, class. He, in he the bell and, and thank God he wasn't with anyone, so nobody like that is. You know, is his employer he was like a snake in his the sun. In the stands stands it, was, it was out. It was, and listen, the first practice, the quarterbacks can put you to sleep, so I get it. The second thing was uh, last night, if you were here, we did say just the tip was don't go to beats. We wrapped up here last night, and we went yes. to beats. So I need an explanation <laughs> from one of you two of how that happened.
0: Uh, I can tell you, I don't have the explanation. Uh, explanation. He can say <laughs> it. I don't know why we went to Beats because all I've heard about the Senior Bowl is like, oh, we're not going there. Don't even the, Our guy from Mobile is like, I never even heard of that bar until I started going out with you guys. It's tradition. And I always say we make an appearance there Monday and then we don't go back. I'm going to hold you to that. Because we'll on a be lot back. of your... We'll be back. A lot we'll of your back. Just the Tips recently... I've gone back on. You've been going on. against the grain. We did Just the, like... Uh, you know things not to do or, or quirks, and I said I don't eat seafood landlocked. Did it the next night, the very next night? Yeah, you went out. All right, dead. Mello. best thing you've seen off the field. Uh, best thing I've seen off the field is four guys in a car, a small SUV, and one female jamming to Miley Cyrus, <laughs> not at the request of the female in the car, but at I knew the it request. To play. Of- <laughs> yeah, so jamming out to Miley you Cyrus. Say names? It was me, Matt. Dan and Steven Nelson, Mr. Wet Blanket was jamming to some Miley. He's he loving it. That. It was it was a good banger. time. We made it through Party in the USA, Wrecking Ball, and uh, what what else do we? What was the other one? Bangers, bangers. Yeah, it was Christ. good. All it was right, great. It was we're, fun.
1: We're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back and answer all your draft on draft questions to close things out right
0: after. The- absolutely awesome thanks for hanging out with us again tonight good news we will be back here wednesday night from draft picks tap room it's on street mobile you can go across the street get some oysters and winsels come over here listen to us talk football drink some beer have some fun and we hang out right after the show if you want to just come talk ball with us we'll be here after the show to hang out so thank you again to draft picks tap room for having us if you haven't already since i fumbled it at the beginning of the show go ahead and subscribe on itunes leave a five-star review uh, we'll shake your hand if you've done done that. Also, download the BR app if you want all the draft news. If you want podcast updates, anytime we post anything, I think even I think my tweets end up in there, which is terrifying.
1: They do, and guess what? Kennedy's Baker
0: Mayfield tweet. Kennedy too. went viral today. I yeah. went
2: way too viral today. It's amazing,
0: <laughs> mom and dad got to be proud.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> I went. I went you. too
0: viral. It's been <laughs> a big year. No one ever. <laughs> I big sky player of the year, tour in Europe. Maybe you're good enough to play volleyball there. You just don't know if you want to.
2: Yeah, and I finished number one in the NCAA. Whoa!
0: Okay, Whoa. I'm <laughs> joking. All right. All right, we got kind a, of. a lot of great
1: questions <laughs> from draft picks right now that we want to yeah, get
0: through. Yeah, a ton of people it yep. turned out draft picks. Draft on draft, draft on draft from draft picks. A lot of draft. Draft, a lot of draft, draft on draft on draft on draft. What do we got, Kennedy?
2: All right, Sports <coughs> Crunch with a K asked uh, the running back from ASU, Kalen Bellage, What is his ceiling?
0: I, hi, I mean, he played very well today. As far as a big running back who catches the ball very well out of the backfield. You understand why some people have said like this dude might be a poor David Johnson because he, he does have size. What do you score? Seven touchdowns in a game in twenty sixteen season, and yeah. yeah. then three the rest of the year. Probably. And he ha- I think at nine carries <laughs> he had seven yeah. touchdowns. Uh, I'm excited about him. I, I think this week's big because we've, we've seen him in a limited role at Arizona state, um, a school that you turned down to play at Sac state. I'm sure uh, definitely, definitely did. And, so they, I, I did think the, what he did Tuesday was very impressive. As a runner with balance, as a, just a natural pass catcher, he definitely fits.
1: I just thought he looked a lot more athletic than I expected. I, I always knew he was a big back, and I know the usage there was always questionable at yeah. best. But I thought he just came in and showed to actually be a really good athlete on top of being a very, very big running
0: back. Yeah, he made some good runs, and he was even able to bust it outside. Like Matt and I were talking about at practice, these guys know that it's a run play. So the defense can go. They're, they gear on that. But he was able to break it to the outside and show some things. And I'm a guy that I don't even really like him. I think he's overhyped because he has had one good game. But he did look very good today.
2: Brian St. Louis asked, Is Saquon Barkley a better running back prospect than Andrew Luck was a QB prospect?
0: I heard this question get asked, and I immediately went to a funk because I felt like my head just exploded, and I didn't know the answer. And I I heard him ask, ask your question. I stared at him like, are you fucking speaking English? Like, what? What is this question? And it's like, oh, my God. And then I. Well, so we're not going to w- let you dodge it. No, I'm, I'm, I don't hedge. Don't try to dodge. Yeah. yeah, I'm just going to read the Constitution here, not answer. So on grade, on my grading scale, the best grade a player can get is a 9.0. And I've given that to Andrew Luck and Von Miller. And spoiler alert, that's what I have on Saquon Barkley right now. So to answer Brian's question, they would be tied.
1: <laughs> so you hedged.
0: Well, that's just the truth. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just the, I think putting your nuts on the table and saying a running back has a perfect grade is uh, not hedging.
1: That, and I also think it's simple to sit here and say the value of an Andrew Luck-level prospect is significantly higher because he's a quarterback. And he's, I,
0: yeah, I, I say all the time Luck's the best prospect now, I've ever seen. I want to answer that
1: question. Do you see Saquon Barkley as a better running back prospect than Ezekiel well, Elliott, Leonard Fournette, and even Todd Gurley? Yes. How do you stack them?
0: here? Oh, shit. Power rank them. Power rank it. Slide show up, Bleacher Report. Uh, I would say Gurley because he was coming off the knee, so I was a little scared. Totally, you're fair. going three to one. I'm going four to one because there are four of them. Yeah, that's so Four, what I said. four is Gurley, three, Fournette because the the usage concerns of last year and the injury. Two would have been Zeke because there were a lot of off field questions, but they hadn't they weren't known yet. Like we didn't know about some of the shit that he ended up being accused of doing or doing. You know, pulling the girl's shirt down and at the Mardi Gras parade and all that. One would be Saquon because I have no questions about him. He's a goddamn boy scout off the field. He's going to run a 4'3", 230 pounds. He can squat a truck. I think he can outbench you. I and mean, he never has can,
1: to come off the field.
0: He never has to come off the field. He can return kicks. He's probably the best quarterback on his team. That's oh, to say a whole lot. Yeah. Like think pretty bad. But Three of I, do, I, think he's perfect. I think he's a perfect prospect. I've said before, if the Browns can get Kirk Cousins, they should draft Saquon and then draft Minka Fitzpatrick at four and call it a good night. Love it. I, I actually graded him out at a 8.5. Oh yeah, yeah 8.5 on my. How's that on your scale. scale? What's that? Is it good? No, uh, I also do a nine point scale, <laughs> but I have him at a 8.5. I question his vision. A oh, you're bit. being serious right now? Okay, no, not at okay. all. I don't have a grade. <laughs> I never but have. But never I do question. A- I am not as big on Saquon as you are. I really question his vision. I could see him being a Trent Richardson guy. Oh, not just Yikes. because you're tied yeah. so oh, strong to oh, him. Oh my God. Yeah. you got to take it up every wow. show. The, not
1: only the beers are flowing, but the, the takes but are flowing This right is now. good news That's for us because take. if he ends up
0: oh, great, we have a take of me saying he's great. If he ends up shitty, <laughs> we the, have a take of Mello yeah, the, saying. The Miller boys
1: just, just have ramp yeah. All right, Kenny, what else you got for us?
2: <laughs> Jake Ellen Bogan asked, how good of a fit is Okuranku with for the Rams at pick 23? What's
0: his first name? I don't know who you're talking about. Obaniah. Oh. Look how at do you, you like that? Fun
1: fact. That's how you say his name. Open eye You have practice. Yes. You I have all day because I knew this moment would
0: come up. Okay. What was the real question? <laughs> I'm thinking about What's giving you shit. With the Rams <laughs>
2: how good of a fit is he for the Rams at pick 23?
0: Ooh, Ooh. Uh, not. I, I don't think he's that good. I really don't. Um, I, I think that's a need for them. That that edge position. They have to get younger at, at pass rusher. They have to start turning over the front seven. I don't think he's good. Um, I Watching him today, watching him this year. Uh, I hate, you're, don't hit me. You're the one sitting closest to me, Kennedy. Do not hit me. He might be another Stop. Eric, no, might, don't say it. He's another Eric Stryker. He's an OU oh. linebacker. Like, I know we're Texas supporters. Yeah. And we hate on uh, OU. He's but you, Jeremy Beal. They don't turn out NFL talent. Like, these guys do great in college, but he's not going to transition. Man, he I like tiny. Him. He looked bad today. He, he looked,
1: did look, he looked really bad today. He didn't look as uh, uh, athletic as we thought. I know we've said before, like, yeah. oh,
0: don't buy into day one. But when it's, okay, here's a guy that's played this weak side edge roll where he's never been fucking blocked by anyone. And then he finally gets blocked and you're like, oh shit. Nope. I, I think he could
1: be a really good situational pass rusher. I wouldn't take yeah. him in the top 25 picks. That's out of the question for me. He's probably a guy that falls out of the top 50 in this draft, but I do like him. I think there's a place for him in the league. Eric Stryker, there was not.
0: I think he's on my board. He's going to fall out of the top 150. I think <laughs> I still don't think he's any. My good boor- I don't have a board. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. 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 OU fans. That, that wasn't ruthless. Texas hate. That was, Demi, I have a Dimitri Flowers tattoo I'm going to get. Oh, I know. You guys um, are dating. Yeah, so he just it's doesn't not know an it OU yet. thing. It's not an OU thing.
2: Okay, Nathan asked, between Cam Newton, Blaine Gabbert, and Andy Dalton, is there a parallel that you see with Baker, Allen, and Lamar Jackson? Um,
0: Maybe no. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're good together. Yeah. I'm just trying to recap the question. It's with the pretty mind-blowing. but you know, yeah. It's, it's I Dalton, think about Newton, it. and Gabbard. Mm-hmm. So, I actually, I could see it. If Rosen is Gabbard, pretty boys, mm-hmm. and if Allen is Newton, athletes who aren't accurate. Yep, I got that. And Andy Dalton is Darnold, right? But it was Baker? Jackson. It was Jackson. Or, oh, see, okay, no, you lost yeah. me there. I don't know. So many names. No, I, don't, I, don't, uh, I think
1: it's a very unique quarterback class, yeah. to be honest with you. I think that all guys are different. All guys have seriously high risk. I and, was close to And upside, and shit, so, though.
0: yeah. No. I she think not, there you. might be some parallels from Cam to Josh Allen. Yeah. Like arm I, strength. Yeah, that's He's not nearly as athletic as Cam, but.
2: I heard Hardly Mike Mayock make a
0: really good comparison today. I've never heard this before. I'm he punch compared you in the Josh mouth. Allen to Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, that's a fucking good comp, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. It's did too bad he didn't, it didn't it. say it in the spring. Did you say you were going to punch me in the mouth? I did say yeah. it. I think I made it into the mic. <laughs> All right, let's go.
2: Okay, Cole Thompson <laughs> asked, Is if Melo has to get a tattoo with a team name on it of Josh Allen, what team does he want?
0: It'd be the Browns. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. <laughs> <What>? Total <laughs> shit show. If I'm going in on it, let's go Josh Allen with oh the Browns. Oh,
1: my God, that'd be... Yeah. As long as it's not the Jets. Let's Ooh. not do that. that yeah. G- yeah.
0: dash e- Hey, how about e- Connor? If he gets drafted by the Jets at six, you get the same tattoo.
1: Fuck no. <laughs> we'll be like Sims
0: and Kyle Shanahan, no. man. But
1: if he gets drafted <laughs> by the Jets at six, I don't longer associate <laughs> myself with the Jets. So.
2: <laughs> okay, DJL35F on Twitter asked, what drills would each of you be best at at the Combine?
0: I heard this question earlier, so I get to cheat. And uh this... I'm not an athlete. <laughs> I'm the good-looking one. I'm the talker. Uh, I would be best at the wonderlick. Oh yeah, wow. you would. go. I there. would be so is it good at it. Between us three, or just in general, just like what would your best one be? Like bench for you, right? I get. I could. I'm
2: fast. Everyone wants yeah. to know what you would bench. I bet you're three. No, I'm not. Gonna, pretty good. I want to
1: keep building up the
0: anticipation for the <laughs> combine special. No, no, no. I've seen your Snapchat. Yours would be the vert. I see you pulling out the boxes. I, can, I yeah, can we see yeah. it on so yeah, right?
2: yeah,
1: for a five-foot-eight white guy, I'm closer to dunking than you would expect. Then you're yeah, yes. closer to dunking than I am.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And mine would guy. be the bench. I can't move, but yeah. You're it out? That would be my best one. I did not say I would be good <laughs> at it. The question was, what would your best oh, category no. be? Oh, no. He
2: also wants to know, what would be your worst?
0: Uh, the 40. The 40.
2: <laughs> I, when I was yeah.
0: younger, like you know, running track and playing football, I would have said the 40 would be my best one. I think I could drink a 40 faster Link than I could run me? a 40. Stick <laughs> football Friday. That might happen. That was a great question. <laughs>
2: Okay, Kevin A. Molina asked, "How early could you see Alex Kappa going? Should he continue to ascend the way he has?" One Shit. thing
0: I love about Alex Kappa is that he is a smart man, and he hired LaCharles Bentley. Yeah, and you didn't—you don't—you're not getting great coaching at Humboldt, so let's go get the best offensive line coach we can get. I could see him, offensive tackle, late second, early third round. Wouldn't be surprised because it's not a great offensive line class.
1: And, and teams are looking for these mid-round tackles. I think when you look at him, what he did today was his biggest accomplishment. Yeah, and yes, it was day one Stonewall. of the senior bowl. But you're going against a guy that's getting top ten love, and you show up and you're the dominant player. I think that was yep. super impressive. I really like that you referenced the Charles Bentley. I think if you're going, if you want to be an offensive line in the NFL and you want to train like one, yep. you go to the Charles, and he turns out the prospects years after really year. Up? So this is a great choice.
2: I know that you guys mentioned that Davenport didn't have a good day today, but Anthony Perry asked, does this class have a lot of names that are risers that weren't originally scouted as heavily like Davenport? Seems like they came out of nowhere. So
0: that's the way the media portrays it, but it's not the truth. Like when guys like Davenport rise late, it's because myself and and everyone else, we get names from scouts who go there because I'm not going to prioritize UT San Antonio. And I've I've told the story before. Jeff Schwartz told me. Three months ago, you need to watch this kid. He might be a first rounder. And I was like, yeah, OK, man. And I just never got around to it. And, and then you get to this time of year and teams have their meetings where all their scouts come together. And that's when shit just starts leaking. And that, so that's when you start to hear from teams. Ooh, Marcus Davenport's really good. Or, uh, you know, Denzel Ward's the best corner. Or, you, you know, you have to move Mike Hughes down because of character. And that's when things like that start to come out. And the rankings that you see in the media adjust based on that
2: had nothing to add. No. To add. Well done. I mean, you, Thank
0: you. You ran away with it. Well, it's okay. It's, it's talent. <laughs> <laughs> it's talent. Any more questions?
2: Um. Yeah, we actually have one more. Can any of the tight ends in this class be elite players at the next level? I know first name comes to mind, Mark Andrews. Not being biased oh as an God. OU football fan.
0: Like, I'm actually, I'm with you, Kennedy. I love what I've seen out of Mark Andrews. And I, I think he might be one of the better blockers. And you can split him out in the slot. I like Mike, Mark Andrews. He's tied in one for me. Uh, I like Dallas Goddard, and he had to go home with a hamstring. I I broke him today. I gave him my card and said, hey, man, would love to talk to you on the podcast sometime, and he went – You you know he automatically thought I'm a first rounder. I don't need this shit. Going home. Yep. As soon as he got that card, stick the football rolled up. He was like, I don't need it. I'm done. Oops, my hamstring. He probably won't even run at the combine now. I don't. I don't love this tight end class, but I
1: I think Hayden Hurst is a guy that can be a move tight end at the next level that makes a difference. Are you
0: older than him, or is he older than (laughs) you? (laughs) It's
1: closer than you think. I was being serious. It's got to be close.
0: He's 25,
1: right? Yeah. I just turned 26. Ooh, it's close. Yeah. So when you look at Hayden Hurst though in this class, you know obviously the baseball background, and he's. You know, obviously an older prospect, but talking about an athlete that can really make things happen in the passing game—that's the difference to me. At the rest of this tight end class, I think Chris Herndon from Miami can be a really nice versatile guy, but I'm I'm not really that impressed with the rest of
0: these guys. I think it's deep. I don't know if there's a lot of top end talent. That's a good point. That is where we're different, though, because I actually like the top end. talent. I like Goddard. I like Gesecki. I think Gasecki's going to rise, especially once people see him at the combine and, and get into the you know interviews and workouts and things like that. So. That's we'll have, to, we'll have to see how it goes. Maybe we'll put a bet on it. Not that's tattoos. why we do it. Yeah, no Tattoo tramps, bet. no tramp stamp yep. tattoos. That's All right, for sure
1: would.
0: Let's, that's gonna do it for Tuesday night. But we will be back tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, bring a friend. So. Bring if you're listening. A friend. Bring a friend, bring a few we'll, friends. Bring a friend. We'll buy some beers. We'll have some good times. There's one, two girls in this bar. If you have any friends who are females, that'd be great. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, there's our two? Uh, yep. Yeah. There's two. Two. Hi. And she's a lovely one, the second one. But we could use more. Really good. So come down to DraftPix Tapper. We'll be able to tomorrow night, 8 p.m. We'll be doing the show. We'll be hanging out. You can arm wrestle Connor. You can get an autograph from Kennedy. Thanks for hanging out. Subscribe on iTunes. Get that BR app. Come in. Give the people at Picks your money. Thanks.